Hey guys, welcome to the For the Win podcast. It's Hemel Javeri, and I'm with Steven Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. Guys, what's going on? How sports? Uh, sports. Some stuff that we want to get to this week. Uh, I want to talk about Steph Curry and his beef with science. So that's basically my pick for beef of the week. Uh, we're also going to hit up the Avengers trailer in our not sports, but whatever segment. What else we got? We got social media post of the week. Mm-hmm coming up as well and i think we're going to get into the bulls and their coaching situation as um which i think evan's got some thoughts on yeah <laughs> millennials he's got some old man thoughts got on some it. old man takes all right i want to talk about steph and first let's run through the news cycle which everybody knew it was going to play out this way basically so starts off with steph making a comment on a podcast saying that he he didn't say I don't believe in the moon landing. He said, "Oh yeah, that didn't happen." Right? He asked a question and he said, "Did we did we uh really go to the moon?" And the three other players, Kent Bazemore, Vince Carter, and Andre Iguodala all said no. He was like, "I don't think so either." Okay. So, on the surface of it, pretty straightforward. Uh, starts off a whole cycle of news stories that are like, Steph Curry doesn't believe in the moon landing. And then it rolls into NASA getting involved, Steph Curry getting invited to visit one of the lunar moon bases or whatever, and then finally Steph being like, this is a joke. I have a ton of issues with Steph and this entire story, but I thought I should give somebody else a chance to talk first. <laughs> I'll go. My biggest issue is him trying to act like it's a, it was a joke. I feel like Kyrie did the same thing with the flat earth thing. No, that's like the new thing people do these days. They're like, oh, I was just trolling. No, you weren't. You were. You put out a dumb take, and now you're embarrassed. Yeah, stand for what you believe in. If so, you don't believe in it, say you don't. So when you first heard that, did you actually think that Steph was kidding or that Steph actually does not believe in the moon landing? I said I agree with you, Steph. No, we're going to get into it. But first, did you believe Steph? Like, did you believe that he thought the moon landing was fake or that he was kidding? I thought he was serious because he asked the question. And I think if I think if everybody else was to say no, he would have been like, no, what said like, yeah, of course. He would have been like, OK. But since three people said no, he was like, cool, I can finally say mm-hmm. how I feel. I agree. So you thought he was serious. He meant it. I don't I don't understand this at all. I thought that Steph was totally kidding because I could not wrap my head around the fact that somebody who is as like woke as Steph is would not believe in science. But go ahead. If you are that woke, do you believe that it was fake and that we've been lied to all this time and that they use just videos no, see, that's not even woke. That's believing in anti-science conspiracy theories. But there's and a, it's so destructive. There's a spectrum of wokeness. There's like two. I think there's two different kinds of being woke. There's the we don't. I don't believe we landed on the moon, and I believe the Earth is flat, and I believe that's in, not in woke. the Illuminati. There's but that is a people like, think they're woke, and then there's like I believe that everyone should be treated equally woke. Okay. I no no no. So the people who are conspiracy theory anti-government people are not woke those people are like uh, are libertarians that want to join militias uh, that's where those people fall in as far as i'm concerned <laughs> no some of them are but i don't think just believing in conspiracy like so, you don't think i, don't I just alien you're not alex all. jones just because you, you watch yes you are you watch a youtube video about how the moon landing was fake 
<laughs> You're a step away from and Alex Jones. Hillary Clinton is really a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> God, Kyrie and uh, Kyrie and Steph Curry now like we can't we can't view them the same because they're too woke. That's not even woke. I'm telling you, that's not woke. So. I think that that kind of stuff is super dangerous just because people will believe it as real as Evan believes it as real. I'm pretty much you're, Evan doesn't believe in the moon landing apparently. You be, I mean you can I can easily say so you believe it because people showed you pictures of it and I believe it because I trust science. It happened. I don't trust and the it government. Happened. I don't trust the government. That's the problem. So, I don't understand why it's so harmful that someone doesn't believe we landed on the moon though. Because it's the same thing that it's the same thing. That's a, it's what the Michael Wilbon, uh, uh, Tony Kornheiser thing is saying, that there is a step away from not believing facts, like that we landed on the moon. That's a fact, right? Just because you have not done it yourself doesn't mean that it didn't happen to not believing in historical conspiracies and saying that uh, the Holocaust is a conspiracy and saying that you don't believe in slavery. Yeah. Like but- if you if your rationale is, uh, I don't actually believe it happened because it doesn't seem real to me. As a barometer for not believing in something, you can apply it to all kinds of different things, and it's totally destructive. I just feel like, like, when did we go to the moon? In the 60s. How do you not know <laughs> when we well, I, I can't give you, I couldn't give you the fact off my head. But, like, we haven't been since. Because there's nothing there. It's a giant rock. And it takes, it requires a lot of resources. And it, it requires only takes three a lot, days. It doesn't matter. It still requires a lot of money and resources to go up there for no reason. And we're getting a space force, so yeah. we could return. <laughs> if it was fake, why wouldn't we just be up there all the time if it was fake? But here's my thing. We had a reason to... F- I'm not, I don't think it was fake. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate, but there was a reason to fake it. It's just so you could say you did it before the Russians. Exactly. So you're saying that motivation means that the USA faked the moon landing? No, it I'm saying... Be. No, it's not. There's, that's the plausible explanation. But I I agree with you. I think we landed on the moon. There was too many people involved in it for like no one to speak up. Like how many disgruntled NASA workers were working on that mission and got fired like three years later? Yeah, they would have came out and be like, "We faked it, and I have all this proof." Paid I them off. I don't think that. First of all, I don't think that government conspiracies actually do exist because people are not that trustworthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when people say, oh, the NFL's rigged. Like, have you heard that? Like, there's no way. There's too many moving parts. And Evan's looking at me like he might believe that it is rigged, I which mean, is ridiculous. Have you seen a game of the Cowboys playing in Jerry's world? The Cowboys have gone like seven and nine for like four, like 20 out of the last 25 years. If they're getting, no one's cheating for them. I don't. I want to get back to the moon landing because if Evan really believes the moon landing was fake, we're gonna have like serious issues. Did, did you see the video of uh, Ball, uh, Buzz Aldrin getting mad when a person questioned him about the moon landing that he slapped him? If it was real, now he slapped him because the guy called him a coward. Yeah. No, he took offense to it because he was like, "You know too much." No, he did not. You are being utterly ridiculous. See, this is why this is bad. (laughs) This is why this is bad is because people like Evan will just troll and troll and troll. No, I I think that I think that a lot of the uh, artifacts in like a NASA museum is just an asteroid. What? What? (laughs) What does that even mean? Like they show uh, a picture of a moon rock to Steph and it was like, come check out our exhibit. Here's one of our moon rocks. That could be any rock. 
That could be an asteroid. If well, you're saying that Steph wouldn't know the difference anyway, so what does it matter? It could be any rock. So why not lie? Why would they lie, though? What do you have to gain by lying about the moon landing? To make it seem like, oh, my God. Because the there was an arms race with the Russians. Yes. I don't believe that at it was all. A, you didn't, I think that's, that's the most. That, that would the be the whole, motivation. That was the whole point of, like, getting there first. I understand that that was the whole point of getting there first, and it was the, like, initiative that they needed to commit to getting there. But the moon landing, for the record, was not faked. Hey, <laughs> my biggest thing is, you know how you carry on a lie? You keep on lying. And you keep on lying. So, so you're saying that the entire space program is fake, and we have like fifty fifty. You know, it gets, oh my God. It gets real over. This is a pro moon landing podcast. <laughs> yes, Steph. But that's my point: is that I know you're trolling, but He's people not. will take this. I hate you so much. <laughs> but people will take this seriously, and it's super destructive. And Steph needs to understand that a little bit better but if people question science like what's the what's wrong with questioning science that's like part if, of science that's not there's nothing wrong with questioning science right there's nothing wrong with applying scientific rigor to other questions in science there's something wrong about not believing facts just because you can't believe that they happened but there is like some evidence there's out a t- there that could that maybe says maybe they faked it. Like There's there, no credible evidence out there that says there, maybe there, we faked the moon landing. There are some oddities with some of the photos from the moon landing. Yeah, there's oddities, but again, it's not credible. According to I don't see the connection between the Holocaust thing, though. I think. No, I do. People I do. that lie. I see that like. When you boil it down to like its essence, okay, maybe it's similar, but well, but then you just why wouldn't you just say if they faked the moon landing, why didn't why weren't they faking everything about the Holocaust? If you start to question historical facts just because they don't support your worldview, then that's incredibly dangerous territory. Well, in like five or ten years, they're going to tell kids that slavery wasn't real. So there's an agenda. There's an agenda to saying the Holocaust is fake. There's, I don't think there's really. I don't think Steph Curry has an agenda when he says I don't believe in the moon landing. I don't think Steph Curry has an agenda either. I just think that Steph is being kind of dumb, and he should think about his words a little bit the more pe- carefully. The people that are saying the Holocaust is fake, they're not just dumb. They're but, horrible but, people. No, but it's the same thing with slavery, where people will say I don't believe it was that bad. Right. Again, those just, are people with agendas that are ignorant. No, they're just ignorant. They don't. They might not even have agendas. They're just ignorant. It's the same way that Steph is approaching the moon landing. But out of those three things that we just talked about, like the one where I think is the most appropriate to question is the landing on the moon. No, it's not. Because what's the difference? Because neither the three people in this room were not alive for any of the three things that happened. So why would you say that the moon landing was fake? But then believe in Holocaust and the, and slavery. I feel like we got more stuff to like prove that. But how could they not have faked that evidence? I just think either? it's. I think it's harmless. I don't think it's harm. I think it sets. You, I agree with Michael Wilbon. I think he sets you down on a very dangerous path towards thinking that other things were faked. Everything is. Fake, Let me yo. just say, no sentence has ever began with I. Be- I agree with <laughs> Michael Wilbon, and nothing good has followed after that. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm like super worked up now. I'm happy to be on the other side of Michael Wilbon. <laughs> anyway, I, this is a pro moon landing podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say that. I believe in the moon landing. And can I nominate a social media of the week? Yes, please. It's because it's related to this. Was yeah. Blake Griffin's response to uh, Steph Curry getting the, the trip to NASA? Was, what did he say? He said, I don't believe Bill Gates has all that money. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of Blake, but that was a great tweet. <laughs> 
that was that was perfect time. He's that was a comedian, really good. so like, yeah. Good yeah, job, that Blake. Hilarious. That was a really good. Quit social, your day job. Good social media post of the week. Uh, do you want to talk about the Bills or look, oh the, my God. Bulls. the Bulls? They might as well be the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Bulls got mad because their new coach made them practice, and in the practice they were doing sprints and push-ups, and so they had a players' meeting basically saying that they were going to explain to like the NBA PA that their coach was out working, well, making them work too much. I, I, that doesn't make any sense. I'll How defend can you the complain? Players. I'll defend the players. Go, why, I'll, go ahead. Because I don't think sprinting and doing push-ups right now is helping them at all. Like It's just a thing where I'm exerting power mm-hmm. over you. Like It's a dumb thing to do. But it's basketball practice. Like it, you got to have some type of cardio going on. And guess what? It's competition. If you tell two teams, like, hey, whoever loses runs sprints, it's going to make one team want to win over the other. These players have been on in the NBA – for years have been on different teams. If they're complaining about it, obviously it's not normal. So you could say it's cardio, but if other teams aren't doing it, it doesn't help. These whatever players are in shape. They don't need to do push-ups. Maybe whatever they're just lazy. Whatever you're doing is not working because they're one of the worst teams in the league. So you got a new coach coming in just trying to like, hey, guess what? I'm trying to bring in something different that mm-hmm. the other coach was, didn't do. Like, what's the problem? Oh, like, if you're a basketball coach. Sprints what? and push-ups are going to turn Chris Dunn into Chris Paul? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it might toughen him. You never know. I'm like, on Evan's side. For once, I'm on Evan's side. Mr. Anti-Moon Landing here. I, I'm going to say, yeah, exactly. That's You you're, you you really know how to pick them today. Michael Wilbon and, and Evan. Wow. You just came at me hard, so I don't like that. <laughs> you just spent the last 10 minutes saying we did land on the moon. Okay. <laughs> And you're saying, like, it's bad that a coach wants his players to practice. I don't yeah. think it's bad. I'm trying yeah. to defend him. I'm but playing devil's advocate. It just seems like they're spool. Like, I don't – and I I hate to say that, but, like, it comes off as, like, bro, you don't want to work? Yeah, that's how it comes off. But I don't think that's work conducive to winning basketball games is my point. But you're, they have – I mean, it's basketball. It's not like he's making baseball players run wind sprints, right? You have to – for basketball, you do have to be in – relatively decent physical shape. Uh, the wa- and they lost like 50 to some the other day. The Warriors aren't running sprints and doing push-ups. I'll did tell you, you that much. Are they the Did Warriors, you watch though? Friday Night Lights? Have you ever seen Friday Night Lights? The movie or the... The series. Mediocre the- series. <laughs> Steve is coming for everybody. I've seen episodes. I wrote that post. You did. I saw like seven episodes. Uh, did you see wind sprints? Coach Taylor makes them run up the hill. That's not really productive, but it was meant to establish team unity and uh, show them that it's worth it to push through struggle and adversity to get to their goal. Those are fake high school athletes, not millionaire, <laughs> real millionaire NBA hey, athletes. Hey, I'm just saying, if it's good enough for Coach Taylor, it's good he's enough a, for the Chicago Bulls. He's a terrible coach. I say this. Our coach made us run sprints. Uh, Which coach? In high school, basketball. And college. Our college coach was worse. Again, he made us high do. high school, college. Okay, what? It's still two basketball leagues, teams, practicing middle of the season, doing sprints, push-ups, all the stuff that they were getting upset about. But obviously the expectation is that this is not what we do in NBA practices. I mean, I but if they're as bad as they have been, then it's time to shake something up. And if that is more wind sprints, then do it. I just don't think that's going to help them. It's You know what he's doing. He's not. He's doing it just to set the tone, like to be – to exert his power over him. It's not an actual – you guys are making it seem like it's a skill thing. It's not. You, you know he doesn't – but, but that's – even. but he's a coach, and he needs people to listen to him. So if he has to exert power over them to make that happen, 
and then what's the problem? Like, they don't have LeBron, so they need a coach. They don't have a vet that can say, like, look, y'all listen to me. Yeah. I've been doing this. Name one veteran on their team. They have Robin Lopez. Or Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Robin Lopez. But obviously it's working because the players are going behind his back to the player association. So great coaching tactic. All right. All right. Moving on. Mm. Uh, final segment of the show. Not sports, but whatever. We're going to get into the new Avengers 4 trailer. Uh, it came out last week. Uh, it's called Avengers 4 Endgame. We're big Marvel fans at for the win. Initial thoughts, Steven and Evan? Uh, I thought it was a good trailer. It didn't show too much of the movie. This is probably all the beginning of the movie. And different tone for Marvel. You know, mm -hmm. very dark, very sad. And they had Thor looking like Eminem and 8 Mile, so... I really did like that. And, you know, they ended it with a joke. So, like, you know, it's not too dark. Yeah. All right. Let's talk to Steven. <laughs> Mr. He's been Mr. Contrarian all day today. I'm not a big Marvel fan. So that's the point of view you're getting. I was let down by the trailer. I mean, I agree. It's better that they don't show anything. But you wanted them to show just everything. Them, them being sad the whole time i mean give yeah. me something the trailer doesn't really give you anything except it kind of picks up where infinity war left off which is that you know the snap erased basically half of humanity so that everybody is moping and very like into their emotions in this trailer but how much do you want out of the first trailer exactly. after such a big movie like i think this was the most appropriate trailer because one it like shows them in a vulnerable state. Like, mm -hmm. nobody's seen the Avengers down like this before. Like, mm -hmm. all their movies, they, they win at the end. Right. So the fact that we see uh, Thanos' shield hung up like the Scarecrow, and it's like, yo, he's really broken this team. Right. And, and Steve Rogers is crying. Yeah. Like, uh, Tony Stark is sending messages to his wife that he might not make it. And Beyonce. Are they not married? They never oh, got no, a chance to get married. Yeah. yeah so... I feel like they haven't earned the like emotional story between those two. <laughs> I don't know if you get to That's say true. whether or not they've earned it. I I'm talking about Pepper it. and Tony Stark. Like, have they ever shown their relationship like in like a good state? Yes. When? Yeah. What movie? Pepper and Tony. Because Iron Man three definitely was not. No. Iron Man three was. Terrible. Iron Man one. They weren't even together, and th so it was just Iron Man two. What happened in Iron Man two where we're like, oh my god, these no, guys are madly no, in no, love no, with each no. other? No, 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 wait, back up. Let's get into Pepper and Tony for a second. They in started... the beginning of the movie. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was mad at Steven. I'm sorry. I was about to curse Steven out. I'm sorry. Wait, you'll have your chance, but I just want to say very quickly, Iron Man 1 establishes Pepper and Tony as like a couple that almost is. And you get Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, but then also Spider-Man Homecoming, the Avengers movie. There's lots. It's been 10 years of Pepper and Tony, like from the very beginning. You haven't mentioned any moments. You've just named movies. Well, I didn't want to get into the moments because this is not a Marvel I just, podcast. I just want one. I just want one. Okay, you... Go ahead, Evan. In, in in the last Avengers movie, you hear her talking to him saying, like, do you have to? Like, yes. We we kind of settled this. This was the end of it. They're about to live there happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, I got to do this. Because they had uh, Doctor Strange, him, and I think Thor. Yeah. And what's what's what's, what's guy from uh, Thanos? I mean, from Doctor Strange who was there for, like, two minutes and then never came back. Uh, Wong. Wong, yeah. yes. <laughs> 
That's, Wong, you're invited to my wedding. <laughs> that's not establishing the relationship. That's the relationship Look, already being established. All right, listen. I can give you every single Pepper and Tony moment. I could rank them for you. There's the part in Iron Man 1 where she reaches into his chest and pulls out like his old... The, arc, the arc reactor. reactor. Yeah. Yep. Pulls out the arc reactor for him because that's he doesn't... That's romantic? He doesn't have anybody else to do it. And Pepper's the only one he trusts to do it. And didn't she wrap it up for him and yes. say like Tony has a heart? Yes. And he And like you could see in his eyes he was like... <laughs> That meant something to me. Yes. And then it goes uh, Iron Man 2. He gives her the company because he trusts her as a strong, independent, empowered woman, not just, you know, somebody that he loves. Number two. So this is one one thing where the guy was going to die and the other thing was just a business transaction. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God, Steve. You have not. I'm just. I'm a rom. A, I'm looking for romance. I'm sorry. <laughs> so how would you do it if you're Tony Stark? Since you're Mr. Romance. No, I want that. I want to see the emotional connection between them and how it was built. I don't see it at all. Oh my God. I know. Sorry to cut you off, but I had to say this. <laughs> I saw what I saw in Iron Man three was Pepper, Saving a little him. interested in uh, Killian. <laughs> Oh my, oh my God! God. Get out of here, bro. He had her. <laughs> if he if he wasn't uh, like concerned with taking over the world or whatever his end game was, he could have had he could have <laughs> taken Pepper from Tony. Absolutely not. We just got so off track. <laughs> We're talking about the Avengers trailer. So based off the trailer, I kind of I want to say I know who dies. But Whoa! Like, who do you think is the person that's like they're building up this somebody's pet, somebody's dying in this movie? Okay, I have my theory for what I think it is going to happen and what I think should happen for maximum heartbreak. I just want to say I feel like they're pushing Tony, of course, dying, and obviously he's not. And that Cap is, I feel like Cap is going to like surrender himself to save Tony. And then you're going to have the end scene where, like, Tony's crying over Cap. So I think it's actually going to be the opposite. I think that everybody expects t- uh, Steve to die, right? They expect Captain America to die, Steve Rogers to pass away, or however, right? He gets stuck in a time vortex or whatever. And for Tony to live, and I think what's actually going to happen is that Tony Stark dies and Cap lives. I, I just, think that's the twist. I don't think they can give up having robert downey jr like i don't know man because he could be like the the money the brains behind it he doesn't have to be a superhero where right captain america offered he's just a guy on steroids anyway (laughs) (laughs) i don't have any predictions for who's gonna die but i do have a wish list and bucky's at the top of it (laughs) and then hawkeye's number two (laughs) first of all bucky's getting a a he's gonna show they're giving him a show on Disney uh, streaming network. I him can't and- wait for that to get canceled. Him <laughs> <laughs> and Falcon are getting a show, so he's not oh, dying. Oh. <laughs> Bringing out the big guns. So, all right. Um, I think we've thoroughly explored this topic. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening to us. If you've got Avengers thoughts, if you've got Steph Curry thoughts, uh, please tweet them. If you think the moon landing was a fake, please keep it to yourself. Agreed. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>